1921, the ACLU was only a year old. Leaders of the fledgling organization worked out of temporary offices in a four-story West Village building, quibbled over their letterhead design, and responded to victims of post-war crackdowns who turned to them in desperation. The office phone rang incessantly with callers reporting police raids of labor union meetings, courts upholding labor injunctions, judges approving the incarceration of conscientious objectors, and mobs attacking blacks, socialists, and union organizers. Busy as they were with these pressing issues, ACLU leaders did not hesitate to act when police interfered with a birth control meeting. It was not just any birth control meeting, but the crowning event of the first American birth control conference hosted by Margaret Sanger. Booked at the town hall, a new privately owned structure billed as the Uptown Cooper Union, the meeting tested the venue's purpose of fostering civic participation and free speech. But the morning after the scheduled event, ACLU leaders read with outrage that police had stopped the meeting and arrested the speakers possibly at the behest of Catholic church officials. They flew into action, offering Sanger full support, urging her to file a civil suit against municipal authorities, and exhorting the police commissioner to conduct a full investigation of the incident. By all accounts, police officers had truly misbehaved. After locking the half-empty hall so that those who had been admitted could not leave, and ticket holders outside could not enter, they arrested Sanger and another woman on charges of disorderly conduct. Other public officials hoped the case would go away quickly. Indeed, after only a few minutes, the police court judge released the women and dismissed all charges against them. But ACLU leaders pressed the issue. They demanded that Catholic Church officials disclose their involvement, called for an investigation into police behavior, and recommended that public officials responsible for the debacle be removed. Until we came to her defense, recalled the ACLU's field secretary, Lucille Milner, Sanger fought for the right to speak about birth control almost single-handedly. The ACLU was created to defend opponents of war and critics of capitalism. Why then did its leaders come so readily to the aid of birth control activist Margaret Sanger just months after its founding? What sexual experiences and values did ACLU founders, who would pioneer the creation of sexual civil liberties, bring to their work? Answering these questions requires visiting the social and cultural milieu inhabited by the men and women who created and led the early ACLU. Peeking into their daily and intimate lives reveals the profoundly gendered personal relations and politics from which the organization emerged 